Welcome to the only podcast that matters, The Battle of Futility. This is MDG Michael Gorman, your founder, co-host, executive director, and humble edit man in the post-production edit bay. we got a few guests this week. I'd like to always, as always, welcome David Lee, Dave, the Comish. Hey, Michael. It's good to be here this week. Wow. <laughs> I thought you would Sounds like that. Like I, tr- I tried to keep it nice and simple for you. This is a big week. We have four people on the podcast, which doesn't happen very often. We will go through them, but uh, it's going to be exciting this week, I think. So I, I thought I'd keep it bland out of the gate. We have a we have a lost podcast that you and I recorded two weeks ago. Um, and I should pull some snippets from it. I didn't release it because there was competitive information about certain people hadn't put things on the roster. I didn't want to get yelled at about it. Plus, I complimented the shit out of Al about picking up Watson. I thought that was a genius move. And then I wake up the next day and he's dropped them. So I had to get out to the time of the waiver wire without releasing the podcast. And then I just felt it was too old. But at the very top of that podcast, I was really critical of Joe B. Joe B would not come around. His team was terrible. I criticized the fact that he sends the stats out. I criticized the stats. I said, where are the columns he used to write? Well, suddenly, oh, his team's getting back into it. And guess who's on the podcast this week? Joe B's back. Hello. Hey, thanks for having yeah. me back. Always a pleasure to be on the show. Um, my, my losing streak had nothing to do with my absence. Um, anyway, good to be back. Good to be tied for last place, uh, rather than being 0 and 5. I'm now 3 and 5, but we'll get into that later. And hey, great to be back and great to have another guest on. Who's our other guest? Before we get to the other guests, I just got to, my one response to your bullshit, you you know, only come on now that you're starting to win some games. As they say on succession, I see you. I see you. Okay, guest number four. He and another team owner are both hail from the city of Dearborn, Michigan. They went to the same high school, and they both run the same sort of fantasy football teams. I'd like to welcome in straight from the heart of Texas, San Antonio, Texas. Jeff Half Brazel. It's good to be here, Michael. I uh, will not say that I was at the same school as Mr. Casau. I believe he went to Dearborn High, not Etzel Ford like myself. Nope. We had this conversation. Maybe you'd had too much to drink that night, but it turns out you guys did go to the same high school. And uh, if I'm wrong, we'll, we'll put something out in the notes, but I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure I'm correct about that. But okay, distance yourself from John. Pretty <laughs> understandable. Photos. Pretty understandable. Yearbook photos. Yeah. We need yearbook photos on the yearbook. Oh. What's, and, uh, uh, what, if, what's the year for Mr. Casal? Uh, well, he was, well like, yeah. he was born. You were probably, let's see, you're, you graduated high school in 90? 89. 89. So he, he was nine years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's <True>. still nine <laughs> years old. Wow. <laughs> Boom. Shot across the bow. All right. Let's get into it. I mean, uh, one of you guys can tell me that the lead story is anything but this, but I think the lead story is worst to first. Mike V is fucking on fire. He's dominating everybody in this league, at least on a win-loss basis. Total points, excellent, but but not dominating that way. I mean, who saw this coming? Did you see this coming, Joe? No. Um, but, yeah, to your point, um, he's second in the league in scoring at 127 points a game. Uh, but he also has the least points against at 107 points a game. Uh, obviously, that works to his advantage. But yeah, to, to yeah, I, I no, nope, I don't think anybody saw it coming. So hats off to uh, to Vias for vagina um, having a stellar stellar season. And, yeah, I mean, you know, if you if you look at his team, though, it's <laughs> Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, and Najee Harris. 
you could basically put people that are on the IR around them and he's going to win football games. He did a hell of a job in the draft. But here's, it's not just the draft. So he didn't play him last night. And I had this, I drafted this bum. Elijah Moore, he picks him up last night. He goes for 20, on his bench, 27. But I mean, I don't blame him. How, how could you start that guy? But still, David, I think he's still making a lot of good moves. Overall, points total, just to counter what Joe said, yes, in terms of points against, he is the lowest in the league. But in terms of total points, it, it's basically neck neck and neck with he and the Sandman, myself, and, uh, of course, I don't want to leave out Joe. <laughs> OB. Whoa, Joe. Joe, you're only one point lower than Mike in total oh, points. Oh, stop it. So, I, I, look, what you said is exactly right, but remember. That's true. The point that I was trying to make, though, is let's go back to this entire season and all the fun we've had via text and collusion comments and everything else. What matters in fantasy football the most really has little to do with your keepers and more to do with what you do in season and in the draft. And he's made some killer moves and uh, he's, he set himself up to, he's got a hundred percent chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> According to ESPN. It's pretty incredible. He does. He's, he's got a hundred percent chance of making the playoffs. Uh, I, I think he's, I mean, let's not fool ourselves. He's probably got a series of losses just because that's how fantasy football goes half, you know, with a guy who's got the least number of points against, and he's not leading the league in points for he, he's going to have a few losses. Don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, he's, he's set up for probably I, but looking at his team, I only see a couple losses uh, looking ahead. You know, if you look at who he's playing coming up, I, I see probably two, maybe three losses coming up uh, for the rest of the season. Until the playoffs. And then the playoffs changes everything. You know the crazy, crazy part, half, though? The crazy Let's, part is he's got Calvin Ridley on the IR, who's basically played three games this season. Calvin Ridley was a top seven or eight wide receiver overall. It's pretty crazy. Uh, you know what? Out. You're right. Half's right, though. His, his schedule to end the season is ugly. So he's got Joe this week, the resurgent Joe, who – Looks pretty good for this week, I think. Um, he's got me, he's got Jay Fry, then he's got you, Huff, and he's got the Sandman. We're going to talk a little bit about that Sandman team. I'm starting to worry about them again. Um, yeah, that, that's a tough schedule. I mean, he's not going to get through it undefeated. But that's not happening. And you don't want to be that good. You don't want to peak too much. But he's run so far ahead of the pack of all of us, it's ridiculous. Now, he's an analysis master. He will admit when you look at the points for and the points against, it doesn't make sense. Joe is only one point below him. That's crazy, Joe. You could end up missing the playoffs this year. What bad luck for you. Yeah, well, you know, uh, being a champion in this league, um, I do have that under my belt. And you know, the, the, the thing about fantasy football is you want to make the playoffs. And once you make the playoffs, anything can happen. So being 8-0 at this point in the schedule, yeah, hat, my hat's off to him. Absolutely. Um, doesn't mean you're going to win the whole thing because, as you guys know, timing is everything. Matchups are everything. And who your team is playing against and who your guys that you start on your team are playing against determines the wins and losses. So, Nice run. I, yeah, I applaud the guy, um, but it really starts in the next couple of weeks and we'll see where it goes. No, you're right, but there's no way he doesn't get one of the two buys. And if oh, you he's, get a he's bye in. week, I mean, then you're in the final four. That's pretty significant versus you can have the best team in the league and you just have a bad week on the, if you're not getting the buy and then you're out. And we've all seen that at various times in, in this league and other leagues. Hey, nothing like going from worst to first, you know, so hats off to him. Um, I will say that I think Dave set him up with the keepers on TJ Hawkinson and who's the other guy. But um, anyway, great season. That's actually a good point. That is what happened, right? Was it, was, was that for his team? Yes. The keepers? They yeah. were the only guys that were eligible. He didn't have uh, he didn't have guys left, so that's that's what he had. 
So but who yes, well, my, hat, my hat's off to him. Awesome, awesome season for Mike V. Happy, I'm happy. It's for a good him. team. I was talking before the draft how much I wanted that Najee Harris, and then early podcasts I was scoffed at about it, but he's turning out to be the real deal, Dave. So just just so everyone knows, as they listen to this and collusion and everything else, and who takes care of who, Mike has been in this league for two years. Last year, he had Adam Thielen as one of his keepers, and I kept him for them this year as well. Mike wanted to keep him, but he wasn't allowed to keep him because even though Mike He's didn't have the team, he wasn't eligible. But two of those years, Mike wasn't even the manager of that team. Did Mike complain? Did Mike send text messages? Did no. Mike send horse heads to my house? No. Okay. Well, I think that whole thing's calmed down a little bit. But look, Jamar Chase – uh, he's got Jamar Chase, who, if you listen to anything leading up to the draft, they said that he couldn't catch a ball. He was dropping everything in the preseason, and now he's like the second coming of Odell's first or second year, Dave. No, no. Well, sure. I mean, well, I mean, again, a little of that has to do with the quarterback who's so terrible that he should have never been a keeper, but we won't get into that because I know you told me to stay away from the uh, collusion talk. Hey, half. This Tyler Conklin that he's got, Tyler Conklin has been on one, two, three, four teams this year. He's been passed around like the hooer in high school. You had one of those in Dearborn, right? Yeah, <laughs> several. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he he was, you know, he had to pick somebody up to to play at tight end. You know, I mean, look, he is his main guy is on a bye this week, so you got to surf the the wire and and see what's available when uh it comes down to it well half he had kyle pitts he traded kyle pitts why have two two stud uh or serviceable tight ends i mean if you're not going to be if you're not playing both of one of them in no he just position he just he just picked conklin up I know because 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 his tight ends on a buy. Yeah. Oh, Hawkinson. All right. All right. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah, that's true. I'm that's with true. I'm with I'm with half, but I still question the that trade. Uh, I don't. You know, Pitts wasn't performing earlier in the season. He wasn't part of the offense. And over what is it? The last four weeks or whatever since the trade, Michael uh, Pitts has been on fire. So, so has Damian Harris since the trade 17 points, 24 points, and 14 points. He's actually outscored Pitts, although Pitts had a bye. And uh, but I, I think it's even Steven. Uh, I almost made a trade to Joe B. We talked about it several weeks ago. If I pressed on it, it might have happened. So here was the proposed trade: was uh, I would trade him either Waller or Pitts. Either Waller or Pitts, he can pick either one. I would get the then injured George Kittle and one of two running backs, even either Kamara or Aaron Jones. Lopsided trade. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. Just a little. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Let's move on to the next team. We're just going to go down through the league rankings. ESPN has this team at 90% likelihood to make the playoffs. It's my favorite team, Bishop Sycamore. Uh, we, the, it's a rocky road right now. Uh, Kyler Murray got dinged up uh, last Thursday. And the latest out of ESPN, it sounds like he actually might end up playing, but it's going to be a, one of these game-time decisions. Uh, Chubb has been injured. We've, we've got some, some other things going on. But I just want to say about this team, it's very resilient. The front front office knows what they're doing. They got some good ideas. They're always trying to work a trade, stay away from collusion. But uh, I, it's a playoff team, but I don't know that it's a buy team. The schedule ahead looks a little rocky. Dave, what do you oh. think? Joe? Well, we'll wait for the misogyny, sexist, and uh, all the other complaints to come out about your organization, and then we'll – We'll settle up before the end of the year, but um, look, I think you have a solid squad, but you're still like three games back and half's, half's there with you. 
Um, it's it's neck and neck other than, you know, the first round by. I think it's anybody's ball game right now. I just want to get to the playoffs. Uh, if I could achieve a buy, that would be amazing. But um, we've last week was brutal. There's been some tough weeks. Um, I'm curious to see where Odell ends up. If he ends up with like a, a contender, uh, that could take the air raid to a whole new level. So we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to him. I'm I'm pretty excited that I got Deshaun Watson as I mentioned up top. I thought that was a genius move by Al, and, and that was the conversation Dave and I had on the Lost podcast. He didn't agree. Um, the guy's a keeper now, so he's going to settle this lawsuit. Next year, he's going to be starting for somebody, probably Carolina, um, and he's going to put up some big numbers, and I'll have him for two years. Yeah. And, and that's a keeper that I have, Dave. Much like his masseuses, he can keep it to himself. I don't think that uh, – I, I don't – look, it is what it is. As far as your team's concerned, though, if if you stay healthy, you're a top-two team. The problem is I think your bench is not great. You that, know, that, no, I have I have no bench. I have no bench. I have no bench. So uh, you, your, your team stays healthy, though? And, I mean, there's a lot of volume – in handing the ball off and passes going your guys' ways. If they stay healthy, you've everyone else has got a problem. <laughs> hey, let's just put it this way. A couple of weeks ago, um, two, three weeks ago, I think MDG was leading the league in scoring. Uh, far and away. And over the – Not far and away. By a few. But All right. I'm, I'm but still, you were leaving the league. And but even after changed. a shitty week, I, well, I'm within a dozen points of the, of the lead. But Even after last week. So, Joe B., what we need to do is take out the uh, the the organic people that are on buys, right? So that would be really interesting to see is what happens with your teams when the organic buys go through. Because now all the buys are going through. And the buys go really late this year. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but. Week 13 is brutal for me. Yeah. 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 I, I think the, the timing of the buys this year and what was it, two weeks ago, there was like 10 teams on a freaking buy. Um, it really changed uh, how the games were played. And, you know, if you didn't, if, if you were severely impacted by those buys, you lost a game. I mean, there were a number of teams that had multiple starters on buy and they lost. Um, All right. An 88% likelihood to make the playoffs. Joe, you're always very critical of this team. Another rebuild. Jeff Hap Brazel, 88% likely to make the playoffs. He is five and three, like I am. He has scored reasonably well, and his trend has been very strong. He's put up some big points lately. So I think before any of us talk, we should let Hap give us his synopsis of where he's at and what he's doing. It's it comes down to the old man Brady. I I Drafted Diggs early. He was total stud uh, last year. He's been a total disappointment this year. Um, I lost two of my running backs. Starting running backs are on IR. They're out for the season. Um, and Eckler. It's it's really it's Brady and Eckler, and the fact that uh, Pittman Jr. from Indianapolis has has started to turn it on, and he's really. Do you happen to know? Do you happen to know who drafted him this year? Because he wasn't drafted by you. That was me. Thank you. My that friend. was you, Dave. That was you. Drafted and who? Who are we talking about? Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, Pittman. Yeah, and and he's been money. and it just so happens to be that he's eligible for a keeper. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the real deal. He's he is excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh. Look, uh, if I could jump about, in, I'm going to say on, this. I, I think just say Mike, this. Mike, Mike Gusecki. Gusecki is the other reason he has. To, and I dropped him after week two because he was getting no targets. And then I re-picked him up two weeks later. I don't know. Half looks pretty good. Um, the stuff that I just said about Michael Pittman Jr. is the same stuff I said about Ruggs the third uh, on one of our early podcasts. And so uh, Michael Pittman Jr., be smarter. And the thing I heard about Ruggs, 
amongst all the other things and how fast he was going and, and all that is just uh, apparently the NFL provides to any player on a roster 24 seven. You can call this number, no questions asked and a driver will come and get you. Do you guys see that? Yeah. It's like you're in the Roy family or something. That's amazing. I mean, that story is. Hmm. I just dropped him for my roster, Michael. Well, you had no option. He's, <laughs> his next, he's going to end up in jail. I mean, he's going to have prison time. It's, I assume he'll be convicted and there's no, there's no leniency. There's no plea bargain in Nevada about that. Look, Joe, I, did I've you know, always said, if you're making that kind of money, you put somebody on your staff that does nothing, but take you from point A to point B. It's an investment. Yeah. But he had that honey of a Mike Sachs Corvette. And he was driving down a road, I guess it's like 45 miles an hour. So if you're going 156, two seconds before the crash, at the time of the crash, 127, look, I'm no math expert, Hef, but he must have been going like 180 or 190. Again, what I'm going to say is not maybe not the guy that drives you from A to B, but you got a guy on your shoulder that you're paying him to keep your ass out of trouble. And that's his freaking job. And, you know, when you're at that level, you need to pay somebody, you know, whether it's one of your homies back from the hood or whatever, pay somebody to take care of you when you start to do stupid things. That's I've, it. I've, dri- I've driven on the Hitler Highway known as the Autobahn, and I don't think I was going 156. They give it to you in a kilometer, so I don't know. But, I mean, that is insane. Insane. Well, it's a terrible story. I'm sorry to take us down. Pat, I think you need to continue your strength because Joe has said nothing but bad things about your team, that you can never make the playoffs, that you're, that you're very mediocre. The next team up is the Sandman. I always worry about the Sandman. Now, Dave says – the key to his success was some quote unquote, as the Cincinnati boys say, some Tammy or some Tammy Slammy, as he said on the last podcast. But I don't, I, I don't believe that this team continues to show great strength. Um, 64% likelihood to make the playoffs. Leading the league right now in total points, 1033. Okay, I'll jump in. I have, um, yeah, go ahead. Van, Van uh, is leading the league in winning percentage since he joined the league a couple of years ago. Oh, um, for sure. Year in and year out continues to uh, have very successful drafts. Um, has picked up some folks that um, Joe Mixon, I mean, Jesus Christ, what a, what a season he's having. The whole Cincinnati Bengals team is do, doing fabulous, so – you know, um, what I'll say about Van's team is he drafts well every year, year in, year out. Um, you want a GM to manage your team. Um, Van's a guy. He, he just drafts That's well. a. It's a good team. I'm just going through the whole roster. Even the guys that are like on buys and, and uh, bench guys still freaking. He can put Tyler Boyd on the bench. That's that's nice. Uh, he just picked up Henry. I don't think that's a bad call. Uh, he's got Chrissy McNichols' brother, Jeremy McNichols. He grabbed him. I tried to get that guy off the waiver wire. Now that uh, what's his name? Henry's out. He's got that Johnson from Pittsburgh. Jerry Judy Higby Higby. Uh, probably the only thing I'm going to disagree with is Jacoby Myers, but. He does put the points up. He just doesn't know how to get a touchdown, Dave. Well, and I think some of that, he's got Jacoby Myers because he's got two guys on buys and he's got Henry on the IR. It's Fuller on the IR, Chark on the IR. It, he's got a good team. It's, uh, I think he'll be able to weather the storm and I think he'll make the playoffs. What will come down to is, uh, in the playoffs at least, I think, is, is Henry healthy or not. If Henry's healthy, you can never count him out. If he's not healthy, I think he's more of a first couple round problem, maybe, but I'm not sure it's got a championship uh, feel to it. So, Joe, I would say the four teams that we've talked about so far, 
Mike V's V is for vagina. My team, the Sycamores, half another rebuild in the Sandman. I'd be surprised if any of these teams didn't make the playoffs. You disagree, Joe? No, I, I agree completely. The uh, wild card, as it is in, in every season, will be <laughs> will be true Dennis fashion. I think Dennis is primed to be right on the cusp of making the playoffs and, and making a run. Um, you know, I'm not a huge uh, Cowboys fan by any imagination, but Prescott's having a hell of a season. Adam Thielen's a stud. Tyreek Hill can go – he can score 10 points today and score 50 points tomorrow. Um, Wait a so minute. I think – yeah, hold so on. I think I, I think hold Dennis on. has a solid team. Wait, hold on. So I didn't realize this, and I guess because he auto-draft, he feels it's okay. He, he has the same rule as I do. That put up the numbers that Williams and Carter have. Pretty awesome. He's got a playoff team. He's in. I think he's in too. I do, Joe. Uh, don't disagree with that. Uh, good critique there, Dave. Half, you agree? You think he's in? I agree. All right, so that's five playoff teams that we've already predicted amongst the consensus of unanimously, actually not consensus amongst all of us. All right, but we still have some other teams that are interesting. We got the stable geniuses. They're four and four. I got to tell you, their total point count is a little anemic. It's not great. Uh, Johnny, Mr. Mediocrity, can we talk about his history of always falling just outside the playoffs, just below 500, Dave? I think that his year is going to be made or broken by the Chargers. Does Herbert come back and Mike Williams come back and play like the crazy first few weeks that they were, or do they not? I think Patterson's going to get some run. Herbert, who knows, from the running back position. But Herbert, the quarterback, make or break everything. And we know now that Michael Thomas is done for the year, so he's done. Yep. yep. Julio Jones, too old. He ain't coming back. And nothing else on that bench is going to matter. So it's it's all about the Chargers, in my opinion. Dave, I concur. Well, Herbert and uh, Williams and – Cordell Patterson, who would think that he ha- was going to have the year that he's had? It's out of no, nowhere. Nobody only a team as bad as the only, 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 only in Cordelli's mind was he going to have the season that he had or, or has had. You know, it's a, a because he went to a wide receiver number. I think he's wearing eighty-four now. He's wearing some stupid number. I, actually, I think he's wearing like eighteen. But um, I think it's eighty-four. You want to bet? No, <laughs> um, but I'll say this. The guy that's let his team down has been Travis Kelsey, who's been kind of, you know, like the rest of the Kansas City Chiefs this year. So if if Kelsey was firing on all cylinders, I think, uh, you know, with between uh, Julio Jones, uh, you know, in, in the guys that are out on with injuries, he's got a solid team, but it just never happens for him. Hey Joe, I just want to dispel one thing. Not that I'm a I'm a I'm a John backer or a Kelsey backer, uh, but if if it isn't Travis Kelsey, what tight end leads the league in fantasy points? I'm going to have to go with George Kittle. Well, you know it isn't because he's been injured. I know no, it's it's, not. it's Kelsey. Kelsey's actually. I, I know it's not exactly the same, but he's been in double digits all but two weeks. I mean, he's actually still, had a decent season. Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't compare year. him to tight ends because he yes. took him in the first round. Yes, he's a wide oh, he receiver. Did? He did? Yes, he did. All right. Yes. So, yeah, I, I get that. But for Travis Kelsey stats, oh, yeah. he's way off, way off. Okay, yeah, good point, guys. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what do you think, Half? Is this a playoff team or not? I just don't think he has – I just don't think he has the weapons to make the playoffs. Uh, I think I'm going to say over-reliant on what the Chargers do. And Chargers do well the rest of the year. I think he's in. But if they have a little bit of struggle, he's out. 
Dave? Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's not a bad team for John. I could see them making the playoffs. I want to say out also. Okay, next up. Uh, and ESPN says he has a 63 chance, 63% chance of making the playoffs. Uh, next team, uh, who's actually three and five, but ESPN still thinks Joe B's team at 65% chance of making the playoffs. Started 0 and 5, 3 and 5 now, Joe. Uh, as we like to do, we'll just throw it to you. Give us your analysis of your team, Mother's House, which it took me a while to figure out that name. But I get it now. <laughs> Check your mother's house. <laughs> I know. Has anybody seen Joe, which is turned into has anybody seen Al? And I can't wait to talk about that team. And I will have to change my team name. But at this point, well, anybody seen Al? Al, check your mother's house still applies. Um, a little creepy. Uh, yeah, a little creepy. Uh, I think I have a solid team. My concerns are um, A.J. Dillon Skyping, uh, you know, carries off of Aaron Jones. A.J. Brown, who did nothing for the first five games of the season, um, has turned around with the Tennessee Titans' fortunes. Um, I, I think I have a solid team um, on paper, uh, but, you know, we all know that paper does not win fantasy football games and then everything is matchups and timing. Um, you, know, you know what wins fantasy championships? Not making worthless trades with Dennis Garza. Nothing for nothing. What the fuck was that? Booker? That, that was awesome. Defense? That, I did that because I figured it would get under your skin because you need a running back, and there would be no other running back than other than – I have running backs on my ass. Giants. <laughs> I'm a 90% likely to make the playoffs. You worry about getting to the playoffs, is That right? 90% is meaningless uh, today where we stand. It's all about how you finish the season, so – I, I don't think that anything in this league is nothing for nothing. You try to squeeze something out of whatever you can. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with that trade because I was going to drop them. So, once, you know, once Barkley's back, yeah, Booker's meaningless. Well, I mean, what are, the, what are the Cardinals, like uh, the 85 Bears or something? They, they, they are mediocre. Because look, can't we, stop all, the run, we all know that you okay. add and sub, look. We all know that you add and subtract a defense from week to week, unless you're Al and you keep the Dallas Cowboys on your roster in your starting lineup when they're on a bye. I think so, that was a mistake. I noticed that too. I think that was a mistake. I I actually asked. Uh, oh, it was. I think it was you, Joe. I said, "Why did he do that?" I think it was a mistake, and you said no, or maybe Dave said. I think he just wanted to keep them and he didn't want to drop anybody, but he had people he could have shifted to the IR that week. Correct. Questionable call. Questionable. Super questionable. Uh, Joe, your team, you have a mountain to climb, but you put up a fair number of points. I said it at the start of the season. I guess I'm just going to back it up when I look at the other teams. I think you're a playoff team. What do you think, Joe? Uh, obviously feeling a lot better since 0-5. Um, right, you weren't available for podcasts for like a month now. Yeah, well, I, I still wasn't. It's not a coinky dink. Yeah. Half, half, what do you think? Playoff team, Joby? Oh, I think so. I mean, if you look at the points for – part of his problem was is, – or is – is the fact that everybody scores points against him. It's not the fact he's that made, he's not he's scoring made that points. Point. We get it, guys. We get that. All right, Dave, what do you think? Look, I, I'm going to say that my my issue year to date has been a lack of a tight end. I don't expect out of a lot of out of a tight end. I'd like to get ten points a game out of a tight end, but I've been getting like five a week. So they stink. That. And I offered you Pitts or Waller, but you wouldn't pull the you wouldn't pull the trigger. Uh, Dave, what do you think? Playoff no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's not leave that hanging out there. You offered me Pitzer Waller for Kittle and Aaron Jones or Alvin Kamara. Who would take that? Come on, guys. But that, was, but that was two or three weeks ago when Kittle was deep into the IR. That so was, was Wednesday. No. <laughs> I reminded you of it. I'll pull up the text right now and show I you. I will, too. I will, too. <laughs> 
after the podcast goes out, I will send the text out to everyone. I will send the screenshot. This was like three weeks ago. I got one from Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> but go back two or three weeks before that. And you said, but, hmm, that's an interesting thought. All right, enough with you. Enough with you. The next team up. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I didn't get my opinion on Joe's team. Dave, please. <laughs> I think this is going to be the most interesting end of the year for any team that plays. Because I think Joe's team is a playoff team. But I think he has a playoff team in his starters and his bench. And I think it'll be interesting to see who he plays because God hey, knows. Switzerland, yes or no? No, yes no, no, or no, 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 no. Here's the thing. If you play Godwin, it, Godwin and Fernand, Godwin. Yeah, he could Godwin. not get the ball. It, it's, I, I'm not even kidding. I think it'll be interesting to see who you play, Joe, because it, it sometimes in that Tampa Bay offense, he hones in on the guy, Brady does, and they don't run the ball. They don't throw the ball. He only throws to one person. Dave, isn't uh, Thomas Massey uh, congressman from the Commonwealth of Kentucky like your first cousin once removed? No, like my fifth cousin twice removed. I thought it was a first cousin of your mom, no? Like a second cousin of my mom, which makes me oh, like okay, well, that's bullshit. But still, you're full of all the bullshit the politicians are. You never even answered. Is he in or out of the playoffs? Let's go. I yes think he's no. in if he plays this. Well, hold on, hold on. You don't just just for one second looking at his team. You don't think that there's four people on his bench that you wouldn't start every week? I, yes, yes, right. But he's coming out of a deep abyss. Can he catch up? Can he make if he the play, playoffs? If he plays the right people, which is the point that I'm making. <laughs> okay, all right. Look, Robert, if I Robert Ray, numbers, Dave, I'd Dave, the goddamn Dave, lottery. Dave, I'm going to call you every Sunday morning from here out and out and go, yeah. who should I put in? No, no, no. I don't want to hear it. I just want to watch it. I no. think it's interesting. He, you- <laughs> no, he, he, we all know in hindsight who the right players were to play. All right, let's move on. Enough with this. Oh, Dave's favorite pet team every fucking year. This Anthony missing Camara. Good name, Anthony. Missing Camara. Anthony Repchinski vehicle. Wow. Jonathan Taylor went for 33 last night. I didn't realize that. But uh, this team has got so many holes, and he should be sanctioned. He should be sanctioned. He's got guys sitting in the IR slot that are healthy and putting up uh, points week after week after week. Matthew Berry will accept uh, questions and allow for judgments. Tua Tua is on the bench now, Michael. Tua is on the bench. But he had three weeks putting points up and sitting in the IRR. There Why should be sanctions. You've never Plus, done that? I look, we have the, the Anthony, Anthony, you're a great guy, but we have the same thing in baseball where he wasn't updating his lineup and we had to send out various threats and shaming uh, texts. Or I did. So just to be clear, you would have played two of those weeks over Josh Allen? Look, whatever. This is bullshit. Half, what do you think? What do you think of Anthony's team? Uh, I am actually in the belief that he will not make the playoffs. Right, twenty three percent. This is where the really yeah, big but, drop off is. But it's oh, but it Dave says every year this is such a great team. It, but I will say that it's like on paper every year I think Anthony's got the team. And every year, it just seems to be a disappointment. You know what? Though I'm looking at his roster, it does look like a good team. He's got Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Jonathan Taylor, Pollard. That uh, Robbie Anderson looks like one of the Island Boys. You know who the Island Boys are, Dave? Oh, who are the Island Boys? They're always on the uh, barstool sports. Your guy Portnoy and all. Oh, I, I don't. I don't know who that is. The, they sing the John song, Better Go Brandon, or whatever that is. What? Okay, nice. You don't know who the Island Boys are. Good. So coming to the game. All right, at Goddard, Claypool. It's not a terrible team. Gibson and Lockett. Kissick. It's not a terrible team, but I don't know why they're not doing well this week other than the owner is completely apathetic and never updates his lineup. All right. 
he's not making the playoffs. We're we're not gonna go around round robin with this. Dave, the right. X Men, X Men. Here, here, here. Yeah. This is this is all we need to say about Anthony's team. And I know you'll put this out probably tomorrow, right? Yep. If he doesn't change his kicker to the guy that's on a bye, I will never support Anthony's team again, and I will not text wait, him. Wait, 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 wait. Then I won't put it out. Are you giving away? Oh, I'm going to edit this out then. This is bullshit. No, I want to see if he <laughs> listens to the podcast. If he, he won't, he won't an, change it. <laughs> if he makes it an hour into the podcast and he doesn't change his kicker, I will never support his team again. Yeah, but we got to get Jay Fry to sign off on it then. Because if I'm Jay Fry, I'm like, what the fuck? Anthony... I can see who listens to podcasts and who doesn't. He listens. To, he actually, he not only subscribes to the podcast through Apple, it's through the provider. He's the only one Podbean. I don't even know how he found that. Yeah. Podbean? So he, I don't know. He listens to it. Believe me. And it wouldn't be fair. You're going to have to get sign off from Jay Fry or I'll edit this out. This is bullshit, Dave. This is bullshit. All right, well, All his, right. his playoff chances are on the line. If he doesn't change his kicker, I'm out. All right, I'll put it out there. This is this is what I have to deal with when I edit these things, is people talking about competitive things, Joe. All right, X-Men X. Dave, I said it from the first week. When you drafted, you got Mahomes and, and uh, COVID Aaron Rodgers. And I said, you're wasting equity on these two guys. And your team now stinks. You're not a playoff team. This is the worst example of any Dave Lee team I've ever seen. Your chance of actually making the playoffs, according to ESPN, is 5%, Dave. 5%. Yeah. It's been a rough season. It, my seven fantasy championships over 14 years of football and basketball baseball have been. No, 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 no. You've, got, you've won one royal blue jacket. In this league, that's it. Well, two of you count collusion. What's that mean? Your brother's team? <laughs> the feeder oh, team. The feeder team. Oh, I love it. He's our commissioner, and he's saying this. Okay, but you have one, one jacket. That's it's been a rough it. year. It really has been. It's been a really rough. I year. mean, it's. And you love to talk about fantasy baseball. Hey, but I Dave, won the regular Dave, season you have championship. You have Kadarius Tony. Unfortunately, he's getting his uh, his new choppers fixed this week. It looks like he'll be out yet again. Look, if I could make a couple comments about Dave's team and I'll be quiet. Look, Mahomes has had an offseason. He's responsible for like 19 turnovers for Kansas City in eight weeks. Uh, unheard of. Um, C.D. Lamb, who started off on fire, um, is still doing well, but ain't getting the ball like it was earlier in the Sucks. season. Sucks. Sucks. Well, I won't say he sucks, but he's he's not great. DK Metcalf, who I thought would go off for like 25 a game, well, kind of been impacted by, you know, that other guy. Let 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 him cook. Let him cook ain't been cooking because he's been hurt. Um, I know. They have a Gino in the kitchen. Gino is a Gino, Gino, Gino. Food. Yeah. Um, no good, again, no good. You got to admit, Gino, Gino had a really good week last week. Yeah, but it's not a week. It's sustainability. Yeah, no, no, it's, yeah, it's not going to happen. But he did. He did actually look like a quarterback finally last week. My my but only negative about Dave, Dave's team is you got too much equity involved in your quarterbacks. That's and what I've been Rogers saying. Or Mahomes sitting on the benches. You gotta you. You should have put some equity in another player. Well, I, I, you know, it's, I have had some injuries. It hasn't been a great season, but I also didn't realize the season was going to start off with uh, what it started off with, meaning, uh, you know, you can't trade because it's all collusion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. That's your problem. You can get trades through. That's bullshit. Actually, it's your uh, problem. You did it all. You but, and Preston, but, I blame both of you. I didn't do anything. But DK here's the thing. They, they, but here's the thing. Dave ain't out because there's six He's teams out. tied at He's three out. and five. He stinks. It's, it's fantasy stinks. football. But, again, you, you criticize, you're criticizing a player on a team that's actually doing really well. DK Metcalf, number six. Wide receiver in the NFL this year on fantasy points, 
He hasn't even had a single-digit game. Here's his week, 16, 11, 22, 16, 26, yeah. 11, 17, and 22. It's not at the feet of the traded to Dave last year. C.D. Lamb is number 13. I'm not criticizing D.K., DK, my, my, would, the reason DK my would double his good. points if he had a guy throwing him the ball. The reason my team isn't good is my wide, my running back situation. I chose Edward Solaire and Sanders in the first five rounds, and both of them are on IR. Good right. Point. They're, they're bad. And you know, they, they, but you didn't you didn't handcuff either one of them. I have Boston Scott and Darrell Darnell Williams. Just saying. Boston Scott. I would, have, I would have lost every week with Williams on my team. I would have lost every week with Scott on my team. Boston well, not when they get injured, but Dave, your team stinks, and Joe hit it right on the head. You cannot waste your equity having two starting quarterbacks, two of the top three quarterbacks in the league. Again, that, that was that such decision a was made prior to prior to my team being untradeable. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll, I'll cap it here, saying Dave's not out of it yet. There's yeah, time. you're. He's out. Half, he's out, right? I'm out. I'm looking All at right. the team and saying out. All right. Jay Fry, three and five. And let's just go through this real fast. 7% chance of making the playoffs. I'm saying he's out of the playoffs. Out. Okay, the next next out. team. Anybody seen, formerly called anybody seen Joe, changes it to anybody seen Al. Oh. This team, ugh, not good, not good. Not the L, the L. By the way, just a reminder to our audience, Al and I have a bet. Should, uh, at the end of the season, I lose to Al, he finishes ahead of me, I will meet him at Yankee Stadium wearing Yankee gear. Not, not the flat bill cap, but everything else. I can wear it with a little curve. I have to go to Yankee Stadium, dress like a Yankee douche. But the other side of it is, hey, hell, should Al lose, he's got to show up at the Cathedral Baseball Fenway fucking park wearing Red Sox gear. I got to tell you, looking pretty good right now for Al wearing Red Sox gear. What a terrible team. And, I mean, he doesn't change defenses. Nothing matters to him, Joe. It just feels like this team's out of control. They're they're in a death spiral, Joe. You know, Michael, what started out with such great promise after the draft and his keepers and, you know, um, I put it all up to, you know, team management and not managing the team properly. Um, you know, again, another team that, oh, on paper, fabulous. Uh, but it's bad management, and I'll leave it at that. I'll tell you, the chef's kiss on the whole thing, Dave, because you were involved in this text thread. Oh, boy, he's been critical of the trade Kristen made with me uh, for draft picks, and she gets Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has been amazing, and guess who's playing Al this week? It's Joe Burrow for uh, Kiss My End Zone, Kristen Garrison, Versus Al and Al put Mike White from the Mike Mike White experiment from the Jets in nine points because he gets injured in the first quarter. I sent a text out last night, Dave. You saw this, and I went, "Hey, I think that Joe Burrow trade's looking pretty good right now, Dave. What do you think?" <laughs> yeah, I mean Bur- Burrow's been good. I, I'm, you know, the, the trade is what it is, but. I don't think Al's got a uh, playoff future here with this team. So you're saying uh, he's going to be wearing Red Sox gear? Should I put him in the yellow yellow socks? You're going to go right. Uh, the you, you can't go yellow socks. You have to do normal Red Sox so everyone knows what it means. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's an the off there's flag. an off chance that people won't associate Red Sox with these yellow socks outfits. So you you're go. right. I think we go classic home whites. You're going to go to that game, right? Of course. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Terrible team. Terrible team. Not going to make the playoffs. Uh, the final team, Joe B, I'm going to say, not unlike your team a little bit, 
kiss my end zone. Kristen Garrison coming back three and five. ESPN is a little more dubious about her odds than I am. But at 11%, she is ahead, according to ESPN, chance of making the playoffs ahead of uh, L, ahead of J Fry, and ahead of Dave. Oh, at fuck 11%. If you, can pronounce, well, if you can pronounce her tight end's name and you're playing a 47 year old running back at flex, fuck off. Well, two two guys, LaVisca Chenault and Pat both both. Chenault's a problem. Chenault, look, her whole roster is a problem, but they've been putting up big points lately, Joe. Look, I'll say this is uh, Kristen's team, like mine, started out as a dumpster fire. You know, you can't put that shit out. Uh, she's made a remarkable recovery. Um, she's got a decent team. I think it's better than Al's team. Um, I think she's got a shot at making the playoffs. Joe Burrow is like, wow, he's just had a fantastic season. Daryl, I think Henderson. it's. I think it's. I think this could be a playoff team. I can say more likely <laughs> than not. I get though. I think it's a playoff team. All right, Daryl Henderson. Side bet. Hold on. Side bet. Side bet. Side bet. Side bet. Team that finishes uh, the best, me and you, Michael, 200 bucks. I got Jay Fry, you got Kristen. Ooh, let's well, why don't you take your team? Why don't you take your team against Kristen? I'll take that bet. I don't like my team. I think Jay Fry's <laughs> team's better. Well, you can't back somebody else. Back your team. I'll well, take you're Kristen. Kristen. What do you mean? What I can't back somebody else? Let's name this motherfucking game. Back somebody else's team. I'm in the playoffs. I can't be involved in it. Which is why you're backing someone else's team. That's the entire premise of this. I'll take Jay Fry. You take Kristen. Two hundred bucks. Whoever finishes at the playoffs, the final standings after the playoffs, higher wins the two hundred bucks. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I, I don't mind that, but do I get odds? Because Jay Fry's team Wait, odds they're the same record. Correct. They do. Oh, they do. Yes. Uh, you, you said his team wasn't a playoff team, and her team's was. I think he's a better team than Kristen. That seems like a fair bet to me. All right, I'll take Kristen. 200? All right, 200 bucks. I got Jay Fry. You got Kristen. You let's be crystal clear here. I will. I will fly out here to murder you to Phoenix if you do any collusion trades. <laughs> <laughs> We've all witnessed that. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Well, that works the same way with you and uh, that fucking J Fry Mutt team that you got. That's fine. I don't have any players to trade on. My team's so terrible. You just said that. Okay. Whatever. Hey, quick game, quick game. It's called either or, either or, either or. And from the perspective of MDG, and hey, Al, I know you don't like this game. Fuck off. Just end the podcast now. All right. So we're going to start with Joe B goes first. And so what you have to figure out is which one I'm going to say is better. Phil Collins or Peter Gabriel? Phil Collins. Oh, Peter Gabriel. A uh, half? Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. I, I, I was going with Peter Gabriel. Dave. No, Phil Collins. Oh, it's Phil Collins all day. It's not even close. You guys are nuts. In the air tonight. In like 37 years. All the great Genesis songs after that shit song, The Lamb of Broadway or whatever. Come on, it's not even close. Advocate. And the land lies down. All right. Going next to half. Half. The Los Angeles Dodgers or the San Francisco Giants? Dodgers or Giants? This is in your perspective. Yes. Correct. Yep. Uh, Giants. Uh, Dave. Giants. Joe B. The New York Dodgers. There's never been a team called the New York Dodgers. I, I put in New York because you fucking Brooklyn. Hate Yankees, it's Brooklyn. So Joe, they, it's they, Brooklyn. Yeah, it's it's Brooklyn. the same fucking thing. It's the same <laughs> thing. So he's going to go the opposite. 
It was the Dodgers, but you're not going to get the point because you said New York and not Brooklyn. No good. All right. State of Florida. State of Florida. Gulf of Mexico. Western side. Or state of Florida. The Atlantic side. Dave. Uh, Dave. The Atlantic side. Cocoa Beach, right? Uh, Joe. Uh, West side, because I love some of those West number one, West side Cincinnati, and I love those Gulf oysters. And Hef. I got to go with the Gulf. Dave gets another point. It is the Atlantic side. It's not even close. Midwestern boys. The Gulf is much. Joe, I'm a, I'm a little surprised on Joe, but whatever. All right. Next question to Joe. Starts with Joe. Steve McQueen or Paul Newman? Steve McQueen. Uh, half. McQueen. Paul Newman. Dave Lee. Newman? Newman. Dave Lee. Correct. Nope. It is Steve McQueen. Mm, that one surprises me. Great so, character. Yeah. Motorcycle. Plus, he was legit. He was, I mean, uh, Newman was good, but yeah. It's two for Dave, one for half, one for Joe. Next question goes to half. Uh, we're almost done. American Airlines or United? So I took Delta out because you have a family connection to Delta. American Airlines or United Airlines? Oh, I'm going to go in your perspective. God, I hate both of them. Uh, United. Uh, Dave. American, and if you say that's wrong, I will show you the text from your United Twitter oh, account. There's, this is collusion. Joe. American, because it's got the <laughs> word America in it. F is correct. United. United. This is horseshit. <laughs> this entire game is horseshit now, and it's true. America. America. You're Two. the America first guy. No, land this plane, land this plane wherever you can. I'm going to that casino in Lake Charles. I don't care. That did happen. All right. So it's uh, two for Dave, two for half, one for Joe. Well, half can't have more than I have. We were just tight. (laughs) Well, I just got this right. You got it wrong. Uh, Fucking you. It's not right. It's not right. Half. We're getting to the end of this. Half. Oh. Isn't Dave's turn? You have. No, it's you have. Austin or Houston? Austin or Houston? Austin. Dave? Austin. Joe. Houston. Joe is correct. It's two to two to two. Imagine nice. that. Wow. Last last question. Last question. And we might need overtime. <laughs> we probably will. Retro. Look, read into it what you want to. Dave Portnoy or Donald Trump. Dave Portnoy or Donald Trump. This goes to you, Dave. Dave Lee. And the question is like, who would you what? Like, yeah, I got nope. contact. I told you, no. <laughs> Wait, what? Who's Dave Portnoy? <laughs> All right. Let's come up with a new question. Let's come up with a new question on the fly. Really? Okay. <laughs> Joe, you would absolutely love him, by the way. You should look him up. All right. Uh, Dave. Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos? <laughs> Oof. Da Bezos. Uh, Joe. Oh, Bezos. You guys are all tied, by the way. Okay, so. Zuckerberg. No, nobody likes Zuckerberg. No. You're out. You're out with half. Oh, my God. He's no. the worst human nobody, being ever. Nobody, nobody likes that guy. Get out of here. Come on, the only chance I had was if I went against you guys. To go opposite. (laughs) Yes, that's why I went opposite. 
Why? It's we were all terrible. Tied. But he wanted to win it outright. To win it right there. That was the last question before overtime. No, not with the wrong answer. Okay. Uh, I think it's Dave then. Dave. Sure. Is it Dave or is it Joe? It's, it's Dave. Th- actually, it is Dave. Dave, you're at a blackjack table. You made a bet of $300. You got a 16. A 16. Dealer is showing a face card. Hit or no hit? Is it a soft 16 or a hard 16? You have a hard 16. You actually have a 10 and a 6. And the dealer is showing king. You're staying. Staying. All right. Hit it. What? Hit it. Uh, Fucking you're hitting every fucking time your entire life. Joe B wins. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You always hit 16. You always hit a 16. Always. Get out. Always hit a 16. God damn it, David. God damn it. Hit that fucking 16. I understand that. Uh, Double down down and hit that fucking 16. That's supposed to be a Vince joke. Vince joke from on the Gulf of Mexico. What's the joke? didn't, Didn't get it, apparently. Uh, okay, so what he's saying is uh, we're in a uh, casino in uh, Mississippi. Mississippi, what do you call that? Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Biloxi. Biloxi, thank you. Biloxi. We're in Biloxi. Uh, actually, half of you were there. It was the drive over to South Carolina. And uh, we were playing some blackjack in that uh, casino in Biloxi. And I doubled down. I had a thousand dollar bet down, and I doubled down on the thousand dollar bet. And Vince had ten dollars up, and I love Vince. Don't get me wrong, but uh, so the dealer rolls it out to him, and it was a sixteen. He didn't hit the sixteen. He said he would stick on that. That was great. And then the dealer got a five because the dealer had a sixteen too. So I lost two thousand dollars, and then I started yelling. Yeah. Always hit 16. Look, always hit 16. Always, always hit 16. Okay, so final words. This is how I like uh, to end the podcast. Half your prediction, NFL, the actual NFL, not our dumb league. Who are the two teams in the Super Bowl as you sit here right now and you look out on beautiful Bernie, Texas? What do you think? I am going to pick. The Rams and actually, you said it, so it's hard to say. Buffalo. Yeah. Well, that's that. I'm, I'm sticking with that. Uh, Rams against the Bills. Joe is the guy that grew up in Buffalo, part of the Bills Mafia. Can they get there? What's going to happen? Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys-Bills. It's going to be a rematch from the early 90s. And oh. uh, we're going we're gonna to take the fifth game out of five from the Cowboys. Bills-Cowboys. Dave, Super Bowl, who do you got? At this point, I think you're right. I think it's, I think it's Bills-Rams. I think they're the best two teams. Dave, uh, who's going to play in the World Series next year? <laughs> Who cares? I am going with uh, San Diego. I'm going to go with uh, the White Sox. All right. Oh, no, you don't like that? I'm going to go White Sox. No, it's fine. I'm gonna no, go they're Dodgers. not going to be better than Houston. They're not going to be better than Boston <sighs> or New York. Houston was never that Get out of here. unlucky. Oh, oh, Yankees and New York Dodgers. <laughs> Joe, if you can name two active players on the New York Yankees roster, I'm on board with you. Uh, Aaron Judge and Derek Jeter. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Typical Yankee fan. Typical Yankee fan. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us on the 
only podcast that matters. We will be back every week for the rest of the season to show you what's up. And this song is amazing. Oh, <laughs> there's going to be an edit. <laughs> wow, yeah, I haven't eaten today. I, I need to get 